Welcome to Grace Harvest Church's weekly podcast featuring lead pastor Doug Sherman. For more information about Grace Harvest Church, visit us online at graceharvestchurch.org. Now listen in and allow God to speak to you as Pastor Doug shares this week's message. Happy Sunday, Grace Harvest Church family. Pastor Doug here. Just want you to know that we really miss you. I know I've told you that every week, but as uh, the weeks go by, uh, my, my sense of missing you is growing exponentially every week. So we're really excited about the potential of being able to meet again soon. Be praying with us about that if you would. And join me today as we get into the message that I have for you. I'm continuing the series we've been doing on prayer. And that series is called, Now is the Time to Pray. And today's message is simply this, worry displaced by prayer equals God's peace. Worry displaced by prayer equals God's peace. You know, Robert Morgan, in an article called Worry Less, Live More, states this, Amazon keeps track of the most highlighted passage of the Bible in their Kindle app. He expected America's favorite biblical portion to be a text like John 3.16, For God so loved the world, or Psalm 23, The Lord is my shepherd, or the Lord's prayer in Matthew 6, Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. But it, it wasn't any of those passages. It was a much less prominent text, one that's striking a deep chord in today's worried world. It was Philippians chapter 4, verses 6 and 7. And that's my key text today. That's the scripture I'm going to be preaching to you from. So please read it along with me. It'll appear on the screen there. Let's read the scripture together. Philippians 4, 6 and 7 in the New Living Translation says this. Don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank Him for all He has done. Then you will experience God's peace, which exceeds anything we can understand. His peace will guard your hearts and your minds as you live in Christ Jesus. This is such a powerful text because we see kind of an equation in it. We see an equation of how we can displace our worries and our anxieties through prayer with God's peace. That God's peace can fill our hearts and minds instead of stress, worry, fear, anxiety. And and so let's get right into the text and let's look at the first point that the Apostle Paul makes as he writes to this church in the city of Philippi. Oh, by the way, ironically enough, this is one of the most famous texts on prayer in the Bible And did you know that the church in the city of Philippi started with a prayer meeting alongside a river, and that prayer meeting was led by a group of women? So let's break down what Paul says here. Number one, the first thing he says is don't worry about anything. This Greek word here, worry, comes from a root word which means to draw in different directions or to distract. It means to think about so many things that you begin to care too much and you become anxious and worried. 
to be pulled here and pulled there in the mind. It's almost like you got a pinball going on in your head. And then more and more pinballs get added to that. And before you know it, they're going all over the place in your head. I'm sure some of you, like me, have found yourself awake at night and you can't go back to sleep. And maybe it starts with one thought. You wake up and your heart's beating faster and you're experiencing some anxiety and your blood pressure's going up. And you got one thought. And before you know it, that one thought turns into two and three and ten and fifty. And you got all these things bouncing around inside of you. But then Paul here tells us don't worry about anything. And you know, as I was thinking about this, I, I was thinking, is that even possible? Is that possible? Is that just a fantasy or, or just sentiment, a nice sentiment? Um, and, and I came to the conclusion, no. You see, it has to be possible. If Paul tells us not to worry, it would be frustrating and wrong for us to be unable to live that way. With God's grace and help, it must be possible to live without paralyzing worry. Listen, God's not going to tell you to do something that He's not going to empower you to do. That would be unfair. That would be a cruel trick. And yet here, God tells us, through the Apostle Paul, don't worry about anything. Is it just a fantasy or a nice sentiment? Sometimes people look at the scripture and they see these ideas, they see these standards, these things that are lifted up in scripture, and they think that's a nice fantasy, or isn't that sweet? That's a nice little sentiment. But the Bible is not a book of fantasies and sentiments. It's a book of real living. And God hasn't called you or I to live in a fantasy world or a world of nice sentiments and ideals. He's called us to live a real life in Jesus Christ. So if he tells us not to worry it must not only be possible, but it must be reality and true. Because God never asks us to do something He won't empower us to do. This is a biblical principle that you see is true throughout the Scripture. Many times God called people to do things that looked crazy. Hey Moses, stretch out that rod that you have in your hand and stand still and see the salvation of God. Nobody had ever done that before. He stretches out the rod, the Red Sea parts, and three million or so people walk through it. That had never been done. God was always calling his people to do crazy stuff. But he called them to do it because he was going to perform and come through. Hey, Peter, come to me on the water, right? Wow, Peter walks on the water for a few seconds. Have you ever done that? Right? He never asks us to do something he won't empower us to do. And so it's possible to live without anxiety and worry controlling our lives. It's possible to live in God's peace. It is. It's possible. So then the Apostle Paul begins to give us the how. How do you do that? And it's simple. It's too simple. In fact, I found that many of us won't do it. We'll talk about it, we'll think about it, but we won't do it. The answer is, don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Think about that. Prayer is what displaces the worry, the fear, the anxiety, and makes it possible to not worry about anything. Prayer is the practice that overcomes anxiety and worry. And then he gets specific. 
He tells us to pray about everything. And then he gives us a little prescription of what that looks like. And the first thing he says is tell God what you need. Tell God what you need. And that includes things like praying out your worries, your fears, your doubts, your anger, your frustration, your concerns. The entire Bible, and especially the book of Psalms, is filled with many people praying all their inner turmoil out to God, getting it out there, and then watching Him displace the bad stuff with His peace. Think about that. How many times do we see stories in the Bible of people who in desperate straits prayed to God their concerns and then God began to move? It's as though he wanted them to voice everything that was churning inside of them. So voice it. Tell him what you need. Say it. Pray it. Get it out there. Listen, if it continues up here or in here, it's just going to make you sick. It's going to discourage you. It's going to lead you to depression. But if you can say it and pray it, you can begin to experience his peace. The next thing he does to describe what that prayer life looks like is he tells us to thank God for all he has done. You know, a recurring theme you see in the scripture is how powerful thanksgiving is how powerful gratefulness is when we're a thankful people and a grateful people and we begin to displace the negativity and the complaining and the whining and listen some of that can happen in prayer get the complaining and stuff out but after you're done and after you've cleared the tables with god then thank him thank him for all he's done right thank him for everything he's done and what you hope he's yet to do Search into your past. Think about the last day, the last year, the last five minutes, the last 20 years ago when he came through for you. Think about all the times he's been faithful and he's provided for you. And then thank him, thank him, thank him. Thank God for all he has done. And this is what the Apostle Paul says will happen. We don't worry about anything. We pray about everything. We tell him what we need. We thank him for what he's done and will do. And then the scripture says, you will experience God's peace. God's peace floods into the mind and the heart and and displaces the worry, the fear, and the anger. Where worry once filled your mind, peace will now begin to displace and fill the space of worry. You know, the Greek word for peace here is similar to the Old Testament Hebrew word shalom. It's a word called irene. It's where we get the word irene. And it speaks of an idea of overwhelming, an overwhelming sense of wholeness, well-being, rest, goodness, freedom from anxiety, safety from harm, and deliverance from enemies dark enemies that try to overtake our life. Now, I want to illustrate this for you today, how when we pray, all the anxiety and the worry in our heads and our hearts gets displaced with God's peace. And I want to demonstrate it here by showing you this. This is a, uh, a cup, <laughs> a cup full of cereal, colorful cereal, Fruit Loops, right? 
And these Fruit Loops represent all the different anxious and worrying, fearful thoughts that we have going on inside of our minds and our hearts. And our, our minds get filled with this stuff. But as we begin to pray, it's almost like prayer represents this, this picture and me pouring it, right? And I begin to pour out the picture of prayer. And what happens is the experience of displacement takes place. Where um, this cup, which is now full of anxiety and fear, my mind full of anxiety and fear, it gets displaced with God's peace as I pour in prayer. So I begin to pour in prayer and you can see as the cup fills, what happens? All of the anxieties go out. All of the worries go out. And you say, well, there's still a few on top. Well, the beautiful thing is like me, in this case, God has the power to reach in and clear out anything that remains. And we're left with a mind full of peace, erinne, sense of well-being a sense of hope, a sense that everything's going to be okay because God is in control. And all of the fear, the worry, the anxiety goes away. Then you'll experience God's peace, he says. And listen to what Philippians 4, 6, and 7 says in the message translation. In the message paraphrased, I should say. Should say Don't fret or worry. Instead of worrying, pray. Let petitions and praises shape your worries into prayers. Letting God know your concerns. Before you know it, a sense of God's wholeness, everything coming together for good, will come and settle you down. It's wonderful what happens when Christ displaces worry at the center of your life. And then Paul goes on to describe what this peace will do. He says God's peace exceeds anything we can understand. The phrase here simply means that God's peace surpasses by far and above and beyond what our mind can conceive or imagine. This could be translated, God's peace will blow your mind. And then he says this, God's peace will guard your hearts and minds. This word guard means to post a military garrison. God's peace will act like a powerful military garrison posted around your heart and your mind. Your heart is where your emotions, your thoughts, your desires, and decisions all intersect. The heart is the place where everything churns inside of you. Your mind is where your imagination, your thoughts, your intellect, your decisions are all formed. God will post a military garrison of His peace over the main place where your battles happen, your mind and your heart. This is where it all happens right here. And God will actually take, it will make his peace able not only to exceed anything you can understand, it'll blow your mind that his peace can come to you in the midst of a storm, in the midst of something that seems impossible. But, but not only that, then he will guard your heart and mind. He'll post a spiritual military garrison around your thought life and he'll keep back any enemies of fear, anxiety, anger, he'll keep them back. And so think about it. That's what the peace of God does. And then he says this, he ends with this, as you live in Christ Jesus. Listen, none of this is possible if you're not living in Jesus. 
If Christ isn't in your life and you're not living in Him, God's peace cannot be yours. Being in Christ means that you've trusted Him alone for your life and your purpose. To live in Christ is to live as though your life is not your own. You don't belong to yourself. You've been purchased with the blood of Jesus Christ. He died on a cross for you. He rose again from the dead. He gave you his life in exchange for your old dead life. You give up your life and he gives you his life. That's the divine exchange. That's what happens at the cross. That's what happens when the Holy Spirit invades your life. It means that we die to ourselves and live to him. It means learning to live like him by filling our mind with his thoughts and his word. And the only way for this to happen is to put your trust in him alone. And how do you do that? You trust that he died on the cross for your sins. And he took your sin and your guilt and your judgment and the wrath that you deserve. He took it away from himself. He bore it on the cross and he gave you his life in return. And then you trust him every day. And one of the ways you trust him is you pray out your worries and your fears and you thank him and you trust him and you watch him displace your worry and anxiety with his peace. The peace that is beyond your understanding and will blow your mind and the peace that will post a military garrison around your thought life. That is powerful. So let's remember what the scripture says. Don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need. Thank him for all he's done. Then you'll experience God's peace. And that peace exceeds anything you can even understand. And it will guard your heart and your mind. And this is all because you're in Christ Jesus. You know, I've known some people over the years, I've watched them walk through terrible things. Things that are filled with grief and pain. I've watched people walk through, and I've experienced it myself. I've watched people walk through things that, would cause most of us to think, how are they making it? And time and again, I've had people tell me, I was praying and I was crying out to God and an overwhelming peace came over me. And I knew God had me, he was with me, he was gonna carry me through it and I was gonna be okay. And so can I encourage you today, look to God, let him be your peace. Let him displace your worry and anxiety with his peace in Christ Jesus. Let's pray together. Father, I thank you for my brothers and my sisters. I thank you for everybody that's watching this video. And I pray that you would give everybody that's out there the ability, even right now, to bring their worries, anxieties, and fears to you. To pray them out, to thank you for all that you've done and will do, and then to receive your peace, that peace that's beyond our understanding, that peace that will guard our hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Lord, set that garrison around our thought life. For my brothers and sisters right now that are even struggling with marital things or financial pressures or job-related things or, or sickness or something else that I've not mentioned, flood them, I pray, with your peace. Lord, may it be true that we could sing when peace like a river attentive my way. Lord, you, you have the ability to bring us peace like a river. And I pray you would do that in Jesus' name. Amen.